spinning complacently in the darkness, covered and blinded by a blanket of little lives. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? Welcome everybody to the wrestling ring. I'm Deadly Dave. It's around Halloween time, so we're going to be doing Halloween Havoc of 1995. I'm uh, by myself right now for some reason. I don't know where. Woo! Something's going on. It ain't no werewolf, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Jericho. It's my God. <laughs> this is not gimmick infringement. He'd probably be real pissed. But you know what? Well, that's the wow. that's the that's the. Oh, the sound man didn't like it at all. That's, oh, 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 we're back, baby. Oh, oh you know what? Oh. Whatever. <laughs> we got the point across, baby. What's up, Dave? Oh, yeah, we're gonna do that. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> we are. Did you introduce everything? Yeah, I was yeah, so yeah. in my own world. Yeah, I like it. It's good. <laughs> We're getting off to a good start already. Woo! <laughs> I felt like that was kind of like the Macho Man one I did way back when. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so, if you've seen the Halloween episodes, you know what this is all about. And, well, if you There'll don't, be more of that to come as well, so. He's the only thing that's good about to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my new name is Johnny Janella. Johnny <laughs> 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 if you know, you know, baby, Johnny Janela, AEW champ. We are. We're off to a great start. We we're, are. Uh, these are always so complicated to see through. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, they're not practical at all. No. Neither is any of this, but it's here. <laughs> so, you tell us, how do we do? We don't know how to get in the we don't, we don't, Yeah, we just kind of go. I feel like the big show, Half Face. Full moon. Ah! We're, gonna, we're gonna watch the the debut of the the big show as the giant, his first match ever for the WCW World WCW. Title. Because if you can see right here, we are watching 1995 Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc. WCW. You told me I've never seen this. Uh, That's why I thought it would be good. The Giants' <sighs> debut in WC in wrestling. Yep. And Sabu's only pay-per-view for WCW? Yes, it was. Which I'm a wrestling somebody that's actually, uh, I'll mention who it is after. That's actually, once we get into the match. I'm going to say Clown Shoes, Johnny Ace. Nope, it's actually a, a pretty good surprise. Oh, my dear. <laughs> Little Sabu. Alright, so let's um, let's start it and then we can talk while, while it's, while it's rolling. Perfect. I, lo I love these old school WCW graphics with the bats flying. And There's some little candies here. I like it. So my glasses over here. How's that little little Wyatt there? Is that I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now Alexa Bliss is with him. And... Yeah, I don't watch it. <laughs> it doesn't do it shit for me. All it does is make me want to watch porn. But this is, they had their monster trucks pissing away Ted Turner's money, doing a sumo monster truck match. Well, I tell you, Dave, I liked wrestling and I like 
everything to do with wrestling. I am a southern gentleman. That was my Ted Turner. Um, I wanted to, before we go any further, I wanted to give you this. this cause, is, cause first and foremost, I went on vacation to, went to, on Maine, vacation. to Maine, and I went to some antique shops that were kind of like flea market slash antique shops, and uh, they're they're all over up there. So I thought, like over, you mean like I used to be? Yeah, yeah, you used to be. You're always over. But I found this, and I thought it was something pretty cool that you oh, actually really like. It's all in packaging. That's cool. Yeah. Look, I have a shit. I probably have every one of these cards. But this is cool, because I'm not going to open this. Yeah, that's what I thought. So anyone that's ever watched any of the comic shop, <laughs> or even before we started doing the comic shop, I might it might have been, we did uh, Batman, and I have a huge, I don't know huge, actually. But I have a moderately good-sized Batman Forever collection, and this will just add to it. This is sweet. Thank yeah, you. I, I love that. The four main ones are on there. Yeah, I thought, you know, it's not something from Maine specifically, but something that could remind you of it. Oh, absolutely. You know, that you wouldn't even wouldn't think to find in Right. Maine. Maine, I'm a <laughs> I just thought that was actually, I saw it and I was like, oh, I'm grabbing that. I do like that. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. When you said antiques, I was like, dude, he is going to find me probably a, a, a satchel made from a dried buffalo sack. But they, they, they have, they're basically flea markets. They call them antique shops, but they're really not. They're just shitloads of dealers that have tables. And uh, I thought it was, that was pretty cool. I like it. Thank you, brother. You're welcome. Um, he's going to stay off for a while. <laughs> I uh, I found this at, at a shop too. You didn't own that already? No, I did not own Rollerball. I don't own it either, and but I, I would have figured that's something you would have owned. I remembered Paul Heyman being the the English announcer for the game, and then even Shane that's McMahon cool. makes a cameo in this. I don't for like that. for like two seconds, shaking the hands of the guy that runs Rollerball. I thought I got it for two bucks, so I was good deal. Yeah. I think yeah, it's a good so movie. Just, it's a fun yeah. one. Yeah. Um, well, that fits right into the, the, the category that's kind of newer. The new to blue new and blue. not so blue. <laughs> but the newest one I just bought for $3 on Blu-ray was Child's Play. Now, I own all the Chucky movies. With it being the holiday Halloween season, uh, why wouldn't I buy this anyways for $3 on Blu-ray? Right. Um, it, you see behind you, it came with like a cool little nice like, cutout thing, which I thought was pretty sweet. And it actually comes with... Like, these are all the old horror movies that they remade. Like, those are all the covers and shit. Right. There's a bunch of them. And there's a bunch more. And then it's got all the little new Cody on them. That's pretty nifty for a feller like me. <laughs> for $3. Uh, I think there was something. I don't know. There was something I was going to say and then I forgot it. <laughs> but, uh, where did, do you remember what, what day was it we recorded for the Halloween special? Oh, shit. I don't remember. I don't know how far down on the list you were. It was like a week ago when we recorded? Two weeks ago? It had to be two because I was yeah. gone, so. So it would have been like beginning of October? Yeah. Yep, okay, no, I left off then. <laughs> um. At least I believe this is. I'm going to run down my list real quick of the Halloween movies that are continuing my 31 Days of Scares, or whatever the fuck I call it. It changes every time, motherfuckers. Um, October 9th, the Witches, Goosebumps series and Evolution. I remember you guys uh, yep. peaked for Evolution. Yep, I popped for it. Uh, October 10th, Stranger Things season one, couple episodes. October 11th, Beetlejuice cartoon, Courage Cowardly Dogs, Scooby-Doo 2, the movie. 
October 12th, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. October 13th, Adam's Family, the first one, Beetlejuice, the cartoon, some more. October 14th, Ready or Not, uh, Beetlejuice, the cartoon. October 15th, Pet Cemetery. Does any of that sound familiar? No. Oh, right here, I should have known where I left off, you dumb fucking turd. October 16th, Little Monsters. Podcast, watch along. <laughs> Fuck you, Mark Merrill. What is going on right here? They're, they're recapping the, the story between DDP and Mark Merrill. He uh, he lost his chance to face Sting because he had a flat tire. But Max Muscle says, yeah, it's pretty hard to get there with four flat tires. He's like, I didn't say four flat tires. So he punches him. <laughs> it seemed like for 95, like for four or five months, like DDP against Mark Merrill opened up every single really? pay-per-view. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Um, all right, here we'll start it off again. <laughs> October 17th, Beetlejuice the cartoon some more with Gemma. October 18th, Rocco's Halloween, nice. uh, Gemma's B-Day party. Uh, my, my daughter's birthday party, which I would like to thank everybody that joined. You, uh, the deadly one. Um, Marcadius, who's not here. Thanks, everybody. October 19th, Halloween 1978, Halloween 2, 1981, Scoob with Gem. October 20th, Halloween 2018, Coco and Hocus Pocus. Shrek Halloween, Scared Shrekless with Gemma. October 21st, Friday the 13th, 2009, Child's Play 2, Child's Play 3. October 22nd, Stranger Things Season 1, a few more episodes. October 23rd, Child's Play 3, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky... And then went to a haunted corn maze. Oh, I added that to the movies. <laughs> yes, that's what I did. October 24th, Curse of Chucky. October 25th, Cult of Chucky. You can see what I've been on a bit of a binge of. Uh, the same day, Cabin in the Woods. And then everybody's, my favorite Adam Sandler movie, Little Nicky. Awesome. That's why not add that to the Halloween right. flair, right? Yeah. Um, October 26th, Halloween 2007. Halloween 2009. Those are the Rob Zombie ones. Hotel Transylvania 2 and Ghostbusters. Because if you weren't scared of the movie, you were just scared of October 27th, Evil Dead with commentary by Bruce Campbell, who I nice. fucking love. And then Evil Dead 2 with commentary <laughs> with commentary uh, with Bruce Campbell and Greg Nicotero, who is famous for The Walking Dead visual effects and Sam Raimi. And then as of today... Halloween Havoc, 1995, <laughs> and Halloween 6, Curse of Michael Myers. There's only a few more days left of Halloween. Literally, what? Two? Yeah. What's that? Three. 28, so three. Okay. So three more days left. There will be three more days of booze. <laughs> Whether they're good booze or bad booze, like wrestling, any reaction is a good reaction. Yep. Um, so uh, I have some stuff we can jot down. I was actually I watched uh, one of my favorite movies, U five seven one. It's not a Halloween movie. That's but a submarine movie. That's that's a really good movie with Matthew McConaughey, John Bon Jovi. Um, oh, I forgot he was in that. Bill Paxton, um, Macho Man. <laughs> no, I, it's one of the few. It's a really good World War Two movie that really doesn't get talked about a lot, and I think it's. To, I mean, we met Mr. Man. We talked to Mr. Man, who was in the submarine yep. service. To know that everybody on a sub had to know everybody's job. Right. You know, in case something went wrong. I think it's a really good movie. That is cool. Um, I, I really honestly haven't watched anything other than horror movies. Um, I watched A Good Dinosaur last night. <laughs> what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> um, I love watching this old, just mid-90s WCW stuff when they were trying to compete. I'm a DDP fan. 
pretty pretty big. I would say he's one of my favorite um, WCW original personalities. And this was back before he was using the diamond cutter too. Yeah, I yep. just I figured it was his shtick. Nope. The most me. DDP I've ever seen, and Dave, I think you can attest to this because you let me borrow most of it, was like all of his feud with the Macho Man. Yep. Because that was some cool shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Macho Man's the whole reason I got into wrestling. <laughs> and DDP, I think, is just terrific. Yeah, no, a real success story. A guy that, you know, started in his uh, mid, yeah, you know, 70s. mid-30s. Yeah. yeah, wait, what was he called? He was in, at least in his mid-30s when he, he started was. doing it. I gotta get my drink. <laughs> I think these were good matches to start it too because you knew that Paige was going to put a lot of thought into the match, knowing that it was going to start the tempo of the pay-per-view because that's who he was. You know, he wanted it all kind of like Macho Man wanted it all to be perfect. So, but with you know Mark Merrow, it was kind of hard to be perfect. So, you know, <laughs> just because I'm me, someone's probably already said it. it's already probably all over the internet. But there's a joke. I'm trying to think of the fucking <laughs> the way to say it. Brad Maddox and Xavier Woods <laughs> both gave a new meaning to DDP in the wrestling world. What do you mean? <laughs> Double dicked page. <laughs> You have kids that are watching, you probably should be better parents. <laughs> <laughs> I speak from experience. I like that uh, WWE is bringing back Halloween Havoc, but the fact that they're not doing it as an actual NXT full event like they, what do you mean? they did within your house. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that's what it was talking about. No, that. they're doing it actually just as a regular Chat episode of NXT. Really? On just like, yeah. Oh, I'm. They're just using the name, and because it's close to Halloween, they're not making it a special. They're just doing it as a... It should be a special. I know. Yeah. Because it's not WCW, pal! Because yeah, you did it in your house as, you know, a special, because that was a WWE property, so... You know, exactly. Yeah. I don't I don't get the hate. I mean, I kind of get the hate, because Vince has to own everything that he does, but if you're going to do it anyways, why don't you actually make it mean something? Especially if you care enough to have the trademark to it and everything, why aren't you doing anything? Right, and you can make so much more money if you like promoted it as, as like what, like get Booker in on like you know what I mean? Like get WCW guys in on that to promote it for what it is and make it a big fucking deal. And when you know that your your retro shirts outsell most of your other merchandise, especially when you your know, fucking main roster product sucks, and and they, and they change the Halloween Havoc logo a lot. So you could actually do different merchandise with that, you know, the different it's logos. Not, it's on not this. Stuff. No, they they changed it a few times actually. Oh, you mean over the years? Like yeah, WCW. Yeah. Oh, no. I thought you meant like WWE changed. No, no, it no WCW like, did. Yeah. No, they changed it a few times. So. Look at those drop kicks by 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 the marvelous one. <laughs> I like I like the 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 commentary team of just Heenan and Tony Schiavone too. He, Heenan was doing a lot of comedy. A lot more comedy in these. Now, what do you did. think the difference between like Heenan getting away with being funny and Cornette okay in that, opposed to like you find something in your head you can compare that to? You, you know wrestling pretty well to modern day. That's when what? when Heenan would say that Virgil was in the back area stealing people's wallets, 
he got away with saying that shit. Right, and but the, but Cornette. But why Cornette doesn't get in the way with it? He shits on like everybody else, like trying to do comedy. Maybe and I do agree. AW, all it is is comedy at this yeah, point. It, it is. Most of it is is a shtick. But then when I like look back at like everything else, it's like, well, you always did have like your main one story that was like the most badass series. I, I think people look at a lot of stuff with rose colored glasses, and they just don't realize all the stuff that used to happen. That they used to. I mean. The hardcore division in WCW was nothing but comedy with Terry Funk and Ralphus and Screaming Norman Smiley. The hardcore title in WWF became a comedy thing. It was all you just know? a shot at ECW. Yeah. Bro. It's, it, I think they, people just, I mean, we glorify the Attitude Era and stuff, but Al Snow with Head, that was fucking comedy. You know, a, a lot of the stuff they did was comedy. You know, the Bedpan McMahon, all, most of the stuff with Mankind once he had Socko was all comedy. It's your life. Yep. Tell the, me that whole shtick wasn't comedy. The Rock's promos were all comedy. Oh, I, fit you. I don't know. It's but I mean, he you know the saying. way he would mess with Michael Cole, the way he would roll Kevin his Kelly. eyes. Yeah. I mean, tell me, strudel. tell me when he really ever did a serious promo. Again, I mean, maybe maybe unless of Austin. Yeah, or when he was with the nation. But even with Austin, like the he hell did. in a cell. He, had he did funny. the thing with Austin with the hat and, you know, the Backstreet Boys and yep. all that stuff. Yeah, it, it, so I, I think it, the way people p pick apart stuff today and they don't pick apart the way, the way stuff was, was exactly. is, is weird to me, yeah. Because like Cornette, I, I get we're in a PC culture and stuff, so he gets, he gets shit on a lot, but he makes good points about a lot of things. He does, brother! Except for some things that he don't make good <laughs> points on, which I don't have very many to tell you about, brother! <laughs> I mean, there's there's been a lot of stuff about AEW lately that has, has made me shake my head, but there's a lot of stuff I do enjoy about it. I think the thing with Jericho and MJF was entertaining for what it was. The dancing thing? Yeah. It. I don't know why or where Jericho... I don't want to sound like Cornette, but I'm gonna. He lost it when he was putting over Cassidy. Yeah. When it all became ha-ha tee-hee. Like, to me, when he lost the title, it should have been... That's mine. That's my baby. You sh he should have been forced out of the title picture instead of, I'll accept that. I think he's doing this now because it sells merch. Like, he can just do new shirts off of this stuff, and it sells. He's making more money off of it than he's being serious. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I ain't buying it. <laughs> I ain't buying a goddamn thing. How much of your shirts are buying one? Like I ain't buying one, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I will buy a little bit of that bubbly, because that's cool. Um... I saw they had an action figure for him that comes with like a table, like a cheese platter. Yeah, it's like so, a ringside exclusive oh one there. I would love that as a kid. <laughs> um, I have a couple things while this match is progressing to talk about. I know this is not the comic shop, but <laughs> fuck you, this is our show. It's what we do. This is what we do, bitch. <laughs> fuck you, Mark Henry, because this is what we yeah, do. Yeah, fuck you, seriously. I'm sorry. But not you. seriously, or like, well, no, seriously, not. <laughs> like legitimately, because I will not fuck a big black man. I will fuck a little black man either. <laughs> um, so, on today's episode, the podcast of the October twenty eighth, twenty twenty. It's like a news bulletin. Um, in the in the comic book movie news, or yeah, Oscar Isaac, who was Poe Dameron in the old uh, Star Wars trilogy, here is playing Moon Knight, which is pretty fucking cool on Disney Plus. Mark Spector. He's kind of like Marvel's Batman, 
but he murders people. So that'll be fun. That'll be, that'll be interesting. He has, like, uh, he's schizophrenic and has, like, three or four different personalities. One of them is, like, a normal Joe Schmo. I forget the other. Something Lindsby is a cab driver. And then the other one is Mark Spector, who is, like, a motherfucking <laughs> Uh, Tom Holland, they started filming Spider-Man 3. Nice. I mentioned that on our last podcast. Um, the title is still being rumored, Homeworlds. Uh, and anybody that likes the Uncharted games, I know if Marcadius was here, he'd get in on this. He's, pictures emerged of him playing uh, Nathan Drake. Or Drake Nathan, as I used to call it, because I didn't know. <laughs> um, all I have here is live-action show for Netflix. Not fucking sure. Skip. <laughs> uh, Creed 3, Michael B. Jordan. I haven't seen either one of the Creed movies. Have you? Uh, I saw the first one. What would you think of it? It was all right. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much just Rocky and they're just, yeah. you know, redoing it. And so. I know Creed 2 is Ivan Drago's kid. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Creed 3, Michael B. Jordan might direct that for anybody that's watched it. I wrote this down because I do know certain people do like the Fast and Furious movies. They are doing three more Fast and Furious movies. They're going to have Fast 9, where they are going to be in outer space. <laughs> well, Freddy and Jason went there. I guess the Fast and the Furious can go there, too. <laughs> and then they are going to have two more Fast and Furious movies after that end of the series. How the fuck do you... How do you have two more after you go to space? Where are you going to go to that? Ah, uh, Fast and Furious in space. Fast and Furious set into the Earth. Fast and Furious back in time before Paul Walker died. And then you're like, maybe we should stop the movies here because if we stop making them in the movie world, he might come back someday. Fast and Furious, Jumanji. Oh, my God. <laughs> You've reached level 10. Good luck, kid. <laughs> my God. Fuck. Um, exciting because this is Halloween-ish. Uh, Conjuring 3 has started filming. I'm a big Conjuring movie universe guy like her that's the annabelle movies and stuff i got the first two conjuring the first one really freaked me out uh the third one is called the devil made me do it which sounds kind of cool um it's got oh i don't remember the, the, the woman that plays lorraine warren's name ddp is choking out the marvelous one with sable's hair <laughs> Um, Max Muscle. Wait, did he not have anything to choke him out with originally? I think, he, I think he's using his wrist tape. Actually. He just got wrist tape tossed to him. Did he? Well, he, well I guess he wasn't doing it then. What is going on? Every <laughs> fucking thing you bring to us, we always find some nitpickery. Who is this? <laughs> That's Kimberly. That's Kimberly? That's Kimberly, yep. Kimberly. Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Paige's wife? Yeah. <laughs> Why would he ever stalk Undertaker's woman? Right? Good lord. Sarah was ugly as fuck. <laughs> so, uh,. Evil Dead reboot in the works. Uh, Bruce Campbell as a producer. It's called Evil Dead Rise, and it's going to take place in a skyscraper, which makes sense. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do we have Do we have a guess? <laughs> Old Greg, ladies oh, and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's Old Greg. How you doing, Old Greg? Hey, well, I'm Dave. Deadly Dave. Deadly Dave. This is our one only viewer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, we have viewers. They just never fucking comment. This, this is, he's the he's the, the pod champion for the day, folks. First time, long time. Uh, only time. Uh, so welcome. 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 Thank yes. you. I'll get rid of this thing because well, it's plastic compared to your porcelain beauty. <laughs> just going down a list of hot topics that are going on in a moment right now. Awesome. Um, you threw us off guard. Can you leave? We go off the rails all the time. God damn it! 
But now it's official. You're here. Oh, so man. Appearance by Paul Craig. <laughs> my own tag and everything. Yeah, you get fucking. If you're hanging out with me, you get lucky every time. It's, it's what you catch afterwards is up to you. Let me finish this list. Actually, you're you're a Fast and Furious guy, right? I certainly am. Let's retract. Okay. And get back into the Fast and Furious mumbo jumbo because I'm not. Maybe up to like two. Because two Fast and Furious is pretty Oh. That's a jump. They hit their stride at five. I've heard five is good, but I won't give them a chance because fuck them. <laughs> uh, but they're making three more Fast and Furious movies. Yes, they are. It was originally only going to be ten. Well, heaven, heaven to Murgatroyd. <laughs> so they're going to do Fast 9, which is going to take place in outer space. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm going to go off the rails and say I'm going to confirm that. Because I believe the shit. They, and then they're going to have two more after that. They Eleven are. of them. All together. Let's wrap it all up. And I just well, hope more CGI Paul Walker. Do you think by the end of Fast 11, it'll it'll circle into maybe like Saw 10? <laughs> And it'd all be just a game that we were all part of from the beginning of they took our money and we've got fucked. <laughs> I sincerely hope so. Oh, but they will have the original director. Uh, well, my understanding is correct. For the well, they have the original two main guys, though. Uh, Vin Diesel's in it to win it. What about the other? Uh, he wasn't in it to win it. <laughs> R.I.P. If you don't get my humor, you're gonna probably get offended. Um... But there is a new Saw movie coming out. Oh, really? I don't know if I... Yeah, I know you haven't really watched it. I saw the first one. Uh, it's a continuation. It's going to be directed by Chris Rock. Star Chris Rock. And I star Sam this. Jackson. It's got a trailer. It looks pretty good. It's called Spiral. I don't like that name. What makes me think that? of... <laughs> Nine? Yeah. Because I've seen one, two, three... There's a five collection, and then there's a two collection. That's seven, if my math is a little okay. Mr. Minor did all right. <laughs> and then I have the uh, Jigsaw on Blu-ray, so that would make eight. So, yes. Wow. Fast and Furious and, and Czar keeping right up, baby. <laughs> um, I was talking about Evil Dead, though. There's going to be a new one coming out. I'm a huge Evil Dead mark. I love that shit. Nice. Um, Halloween Kills teaser. There should be a new one coming out. Uh, Joker. Jared Leto's Joker will be in Jack... Snyder's, wait, what's his name? Zach. Black? Flack? <laughs> I forget his name. 300. The guy that did 300. Oh, nice. He's going to be in that Justice League movie. I don't know how I feel about it either, but hey. As long as he's it. not like in it a lot. Like, if he's kind of sparingly... I've know. heard he's supposed to be helping Darkseid, and then I've heard he's also supposed to be helping the Justice League. He probably is going to do a little bit of the both. Because he's probably going to find the errors in his way. And he's going to be one cool fucking clown. <laughs> that we're all going to be like, we should have liked him from the beginning. How stupid of us. <laughs> fucking doubt it. That was all I had on the itinerary. One thing I wanted to mention I forgot to bring with me. I found a double dragon comic when I was up in Maine. Yeah, at one of the shops. Just recently. And, uh, yeah, and uh, I never knew that. Like I was a huge into double dragon when I was a kid. I got uh, four, five, and six, so I'm online looking for one, two, and three. They only had six of them? Yeah. That's probably why you've never heard of them. Well, I, I thought it was they really, the, the artwork on it is really cool. I just forgot. Are they old or are they like modern? They're from like the early 90s, so when the games were out. So That's cool. Yeah. Just wanted to mention that. Um, as we get into this, he's called Old Greg, well, uh, because explain your name. I'm Old Greg. Well, you're Old Greg, <laughs> but he also got it from... The Mighty, Mighty Boosh. Boosh, yeah. Um, I haven't watched it. There's, if people that do watch this, it's a pretty big hit. 
I'm not going to dismiss it just because I don't watch it. I know it's a, a lot of people do. Um, but he's old Greg because we went to high school together. I mean, I've known you since I was probably seven, 13. Seven, yeah, 7th yeah. grade. Um, towards the end of our high school careers, you were absolutely, you and Kelvin were my two best friends for 100% sure. Went on many journeys and many adventures. Of, certainly did. Yes, we did. We <laughs> had a lot of fun along those ways. One awesome week I spent up at uh, Mount Pelier. Am yep. I saying that right? I'm not. Montpelier. Some yeah. fancy people like call it Montpelier. Montpelier. <laughs> uh, roll the L's, I guess, or whatever. But yeah, I spent a week up there with you and mostly you. Kelvin was a bookworm, but I love him. I love you, Big Cedars. A shout out to you, buddy. Um. Actually, shit, I had music set for you to come into. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's all about the theatrics. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, Greg, tell us, what have you been up to? Oh, uh, well, since you went to visit me in uh, Montpellier all those years ago, I was... Uh, <laughs> it was quite some time ago, ladies and gentlemen, like over a decade. <laughs> After culinary school, I stuck around up there, uh, worked at an amazing craft beer bar for seven and a half, eight years, and then decided to move back to the area. I worked for an amazing brewery and catching up with old friends. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. How is everything at the brewery going? Well, give it a name drop, brother. Common Roots Brewing Company, South Lunds Falls, New York. <laughs> plug everything you would like, <laughs> except for myself. I'm not looking to get plugged. <laughs> never had a plug before. This is awesome. Well, you know, if I could get my shit together, <laughs> that would be amazing. Shut your fucking mouth. You don't know me. But for those of you that watch Halloween Havoc, uh, Johnny B. Bad just got the win over DDP. And just like Conrad says, t- Tony's chair always has to be higher than Bobby Heenan's. That's what, it's so funny to realize that every time. I just thought, like my friend Greg used to say, Tony Schiavone had long dancer legs. <laughs> that, that's a quote from yeah, my friend Greg. Because that's so why, because my friend, our friend Kelvin had a fucking Mustang, and he had long dancer legs, which meant little Stumpy had to sit in the back seat. <laughs> Guess who Stumpy was? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why. They're talking about the, uh... It died. The sumo monster truck match where you have to push your opponent's truck out of the circle, and he's and saying, oh, if you go off the roof, I go off too, you know, so, because they're welded together. So, the, oh man, Old what is with them having things on roofs? <laughs> I know, right? Go mean Gene, Gene. Oberlin. So, what year was this match? 95. 1995 was this paper. This was yard. Dungeon of Doom era. This was when Sting was hot, when Hogan was starting to lose his steam. The crowd was starting to boo him. The phone number is it's still, it's no longer active here. In 2020. 1-900-909-9900. I'll never forget that number. Buck 49 each minute. <laughs> yeah, man. But they used to do Did like... Did you ever know, call the WCW hotline? No. I called the Hulk Hogan hotline once when I was a kid. They had a Hulk Hogan one in WWF where he would do like trivia and you could win prizes and stuff. How did that go when you called? 
Was it like it was? It was. This is Deadly Dave, the little ten-year-old. It was. It was all pre-recorded, and he used like the touchstone. Brother, that ain't cool, dude. <laughs> I want the real deal, the sex appeal, the big old hot dog. That's, that's my favorite TV tunnel right there. I really like the way that looks, the old-school look of it. Do you think? Now, TV titles, that's going to just ex expand across all wrestling. Do you think the TNT one in its, in its final phases that it looks like it's in it so far? I don't think it looks that good. It looks... It, it, it's, they tried to make it look old school, but it really doesn't. I, I don't like the way how circular it is and everything else. It looks, it looks more like a boxing belt to me than a wrestling belt, and I really don't like it that much. I can see why you would say that. It, to me, it reminds me of, like... Just a WWE title that just is like, it's there. Yeah. It's not going to be long-lasting. Right. I mean, I like their world title and shit. I think the world title looks great. Their tag titles look good, too. But, yeah, the TNT one just seems like it's just there. I, my thing died over there, so... <laughs> Hold on. Oh, Greg, you're going to get an intro, Bob. <laughs> you're going to get a re-intro. But I love that the, this is the character that Vince McMahon wanted to bring over. He loved the Johnny B. Bad character. And he, when he signed Mark Merrill, that's what he wanted. I think that's and then Sable with her tits came yeah, in. Oh, Sable, like, Sable took over. Give me them boobs. <laughs> You're over the boulder shoulder holders. <laughs> the brick tits. So I don't have cable. Because <laughs> we went to see Disturbed together. Yes, yes, we did. And I figured this. Oh, the Macho Man! You, you, you've got to hear this this promo. Well, that was your intro. It was going to be that. I this, love it. this is hilarious. At least one part of it is funny as hell. Yeah, a fan jumped in the ring. Look at just everything, the facials and everything. Great business with friendship. I'm your friend. But if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Randy Savage said, oh, you're a fan. You're crooked. Gene said, your beard is a little sideways. Was the mustache thing when you want me to see? Yeah. He right back. Machine versus machine and man versus man doubled and tripled by the exposure of the WCW heavyweight team. I mean, they just did it because they could. You know, they, they had the money. They Oh, we'll just buy some monster trucks and, you know, make it part of the show. So what is the industry term for when they have these interviews? Like, they, they just call them stand-up interviews. Stand-up interviews? Yep. 
The only one I know from uh, Macho Man uh, Randy Savage was uh, the cream always rises oh, yeah. to the top. Yeah, those were those were uh, they they do those they do those for hours just back to back and yeah, it was crazy. I can't imagine just having to come up with stuff on the fly like that for hours at a time. I know it's got to be hard. And some of those guys that really couldn't talk, it had to be even harder for them. You know, a lot of them just yeah. didn't know how to cut a promo. You're missing the start of the Sabu match. Who's your favorite uh, person to be? Who do you think in your mind can do the best promo? The best promo? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, the Macho Man does the best promos. <laughs> yeah, yes. Jim's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, how you doing? Oh, oh it's the average man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm an average. I'm very average. There's nothing macho here. No, oh, no. All right. So, so who do you think's under the mask? Oh, you let me take them off because I got so many glasses. <laughs> ah, oh, ah. <laughs> this is Sabu's opponent. What is his name? It's Jerry Lynn. You didn't know I met like what was oh, his name? It's, it's Jerry Lynn. He was Mr. JL. They were very creative. Mr. I would JL. Have probably maybe thought of Jerry Lynn, <laughs> but you didn't give me a chance. And there's the sheep walking like his knees were, were breaking out. <laughs> this is Sabu's only WCW pay-per-view. Yeah, all right. The Macho Man. Yeah. <laughs> On point. Ah, uh, yeah. Points at they, yeah. they were they were only giving him five hundred dollars a night just to do to do these shows. Sabu. Yeah. He's like, brother, that's not gonna that's not gonna be the jokes I need, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry oh. Lynn. Jerry Lynn, you're better than this. <laughs> Wearing a fucking mask like a luchador. You're white with blonde hair. <laughs> Uh, old Greg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he takes he the sheik out the sheik just like oh. fucking George Steele. Yeah, Taven and George Steele made me say He's got a sword! Yeah, he's got a sword. He legit has a sword. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when Take Abbott almost killed whoever that he, he used to, was. He used to get people with it. He used to cut people's heads open with the sword. Kind of like, you know, the IWA Deathmatch shit we watched, you know, with the scissors. Just do the butcher, eat your heart out. <laughs> but old Greg, we got you a gift, bud. What? This is uh, this is your first ever appearance on the podcast, and it is your first ever unboxing. That's what we call it, even everything. Oh, man. So if you need scissors, bud, I can cut it with these. <laughs> oh, careful, you, you need scissors? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> we, we've never even there. seen it. We just saw yeah, it. we haven't even seen it. This yeah, is the first time we've seen this. Tried to get it your size and all that. This more. is going to fit like an absolute dream. <laughs> just a blank <laughs> shirt that's, ladies and gentlemen, it's just a blank white tee. Oh, it's got a picture on the other side. <laughs> Boom. Is that all right? I absolutely love it. Terrific, my friend. I'm going to wear this with so much pride. <laughs> yes. No uh, pants, no underwear, <laughs> just a white t-shirt, folks. It's going to be shirt cocking it? Shirt cocking it. Speaking of shirt cocking, it's not really going in that direction. <laughs> did you know there totally random, but in the Halloween spirit, did you know that there was an episode of Ghostbusters, the cartoon, that had the Simpsons family in it? No. I don't really? remember that. <laughs> it's called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Now, why was this Sabu's only pay-per-view? Give me the rundown, the skinny. He uh, he was making more money in Japan, yes. and then he ended up ended up going back to WCW or ECW at that point. I mean. So was 
this before or after he no-showed Polly? This was after. Uh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, he's putting the shirt on now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is exciting. Exciting. You can't see that. Nope, you're not allowed to see prices on these fuckers. Is it all right? No, this is like a dream. Yeah, we like to make dreams come so much. This is awesome. Look at my shirt. It's crooked. I bought this in a store. You get that fucking deal. I swear, every shirt I get, the logo is... So I got to have like a body like this. We have that swagger. Something like that. But it's cool to know that, you know, two ECW guys, well, Jerry Lynn wasn't yet, but to know that their wrestling said it was the only match in WC, or only ECW, paper yeah. in WCW is actually pretty cool. And the Sheik with a fucking sword. Yeah, a fucking scimitar, just, you know, banging it on the mat and shit. But I mean, it's, a lot of these fans had never, most, actually most people had never seen him on a national basis. Sabu? Yeah, that, this was really the first time. Yeah? You know? Oh, he, shit. He, he just, so he gets the win, and then he attacks him with the fire? Yeah, he threw fireballs. Sheiky baby. <laughs> this is... I'll show you real quick. This is literally... Tell me they are not, like... They don't look like the Simpsons kind of characters. There's oh, more. Yeah. There's, like, a Lisa in the background right there. Oh, yeah. And then, wait till you see Maggie, Homer, <laughs> and Marge. <laughs> yep. But it looks enough that you can get away with yeah, it. Yeah, they're like you know, alien versions yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like in Ninja Turtles with the the, the poop aliens becoming like, looking like the aliens from actual aliens. I tell them all the time that episode never happened. just got a poop. <laughs> 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 all right, here's, there's Bart. <laughs> and this little Lisa. Do not try this at home on oh, the Iron Man. Man. Lisa. Then here comes Maggie, Homer, and Marge. <laughs> like if the hair wasn't blue and the skin wasn't yellow, I would sure say that's a normal-looking fucking family. <laughs> I know the main character in that cartoon also did the voice of uh, the animated Garfield for a long time. Which is funny, because when you think about it, I think I said this on the podcast as a trivia thing, the guy that plays Peter Vankman in the cartoon did the voice of Garfield in the cartoon, and Bill Murray who played Peter Venkman in the real-life movies, played Garfield in the real-life Garfield movies. Yep. Isn't that... My mind is blown. Poetic. <laughs> you think you're dropping some trivia, six, sir. Six degrees of separation going on. Now, before we get further into the depth and the of the havoc, <laughs> you're, a, a, you're a food guy. Where does the, the old-fashioned Slim Jim meat stick stand on the carnivore's... <laughs> List of yummies. I'm not gonna lie, I still get Slim Jimmy's once in a while. You I haven't even like, like, about once a month, once every other are, month. Are the nutritional facts of any value <laughs> while eating something <laughs> like this? Oh, you get, got enough sodium in that thing for like a week. Right, you, you <laughs> can preserve yourself for a while just eating these, and you could probably sit out and be okay for a bit. That's it, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, a part of me wants to open this and eat this, but. A huger part says don't. <laughs> so I, I like that's they, your intestines saying don't eat it. And my butthole. Like every three years they come out with a bigger size. I remember when Slim Gems used to be like you can a still get of that lane. You can still get real small ones and stuff. But they don't push them. Like that's they, in a, that's like in a, they give you like you have to look for those. They just uh, get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Speaking of bigger and bigger, what a perfect segue to the biggest meat stick in professional <laughs> wrestling. The giant. <laughs> 
But the the smaller Slim Jims are in the, the Asian market. <laughs> his his promos were not. They never were. Still. Look at little Mean Gene looking like a cue ball with a fucking. Does, does Dusty Rhodes make an appearance at this pay per view? No. Well, that's a fucking shame. My thoughts right now, Mean Gene, are Number one, a Hogan has the courage to show up. He is literally talking like an old school wrestler. Yeah. Yep. Instead of just a giant. Grill against grill. Truck against truck. Like, that's how I talk when I try to sound like a wrestler. He's doing a Hogan promo. Right. And Hogan was his mentor, so, you know. Well, let me tell you something, Hogan. That's I'm a big giant, and look at me. Crush me, jeans. Little baby hands. <laughs> I take shits bigger than me, jeans. Right, we just cut a better fucking giant promo than the giant cut a promo. He should be, like, touching the ceiling, being like, look at what I can do. I'm bigger than everybody. Like, pulling his dick out. <laughs> or what? His voice kind of sounds like in the movies or in TV when somebody's, like, uh, making a call and they're trying to mask their voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... Hey, Sydney, what's your favorite scary movie? It's me, the giant. Or like when they're showing mobsters and they've got their face blacked out and right, they oh, yeah. twice. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. You know? he... Who? I wonder what it was like when they when they told him you're gonna you're gonna do a, a thing for the water boy, right? Because I would be like, don't do what you normally do. <laughs> Can you not do that, yeah, please, please? We've never watched it, but whatever you did, don't do it. <laughs> Ooh, yeah! Oh, weird <laughs> it's good to have you here. Thank you for showing up. I love being here. It's terrific. And so the next match is uh, Arn Anderson and Flying Brian Pillman against Sting and Ric Flair. This was right after uh, Arn Anderson had beat Ric Flair at Fall Brawl, the only time they wrestled each other. And the, the backstory is, is that... Oh, he just got in the face! <laughs> that uh, these two had attacked Ric Flair earlier in the day, so Sting's going to go it alone in the match. <laughs> Arn Anderson, the enforcer from the fucking Four Horsemen. This is when uh, Pillman was starting to do the loose cannon. Thing. This was right. I think the the next Nitro was when uh, he made he didn't say fuck on the air. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> this should be a pretty good match, actually. Yeah, it, it is because these two guys alone could carry a match without even having arms. <laughs> and then Stinger. Oh, he's like fucking beach blonde yep. Stinger still. When did he go crow Sting? This, he, he was starting to. You can start to see the the long hair. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was start. He was starting to let it fade around here because '96. It really, he really went to the dark. This look is cool as shit, though. Yeah, I he, do like he it. has all that stuff. Well, I really like it when he in TNA when it was like Slammiversary Enter the Year because I don't know it. <laughs> when he wore like the cool fucking long trench coat that was black and gold like this. Yep. I mean, he did it for Mania, but it didn't have the same flair. But like he has Flair. all that stuff, like Whatever. he has all that stuff, like cataloged, like what you know, pay per view was from, and all that uh, stuff. And imagine if his house burned down; that would be awful. And then, right. you know, at least collectors having it, it's spread out everywhere. Yeah, you can't lose your whole collection if a hundred people have a piece of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The one thing I do, WCW, I think at at this point had the better matches, the better in ring product. 
that's kind of actually been the case through most of it, but WWF was, you know, Diesel and all that stuff, and the matches really weren't that good. So, whatever. <laughs> David. David. What you telling me is, right now they have the best technical wrestlers and the best wrestling, but their ratings are not the best. WWF has Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. Ratings are pretty good, but not the best wrestling. What are you saying? Because <laughs> when Kevin Nash and, 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 and Scott Hall, they go, the ratings go up, and these guys don't really wrestle anymore, do they? But they still had the the cruiserweights. The vanilla midgets. Yeah, the vanilla midgets. But the, and the mid-card was always really, you had Jericho and Benoit and Malenko and even even it's like DDP guys like them were putting on really good matches. So, who? I don't know what I was going to say. Now I don't <laughs> want to regret having you guys invite me onto the show, but <laughs> trust me, I <laughs> no nope, hold, hold the phones. There is a website or whatever called Wrestling with Regrets. We've podcasted a regret. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it other than that, but you, sir, you will not end up on the list. <laughs> awesome. Um, that's well, good to hear. Because wrestling wasn't something I really grew up with. Yep. Um, I mean, I think when my older brother, he's seven years older than me, he said he used to watch wrestling on Saturday mornings. Yep. Uh, but that wasn't around, uh, at least from what I can remember. No. He had a few tapes growing up. I remember uh, he had a few uh, Brett Michael uh Bret Hart. Bret Hart sorry. You used to do that all the time. Yes. No, he used to do nothing about Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels. I bet both of them would appreciate that. And no, not the lead singer from Poison. But, yeah, that guy too. But, um, so WCW, how does this differ from WWF? Is, Questions. is McMahon uh, involved the, at all? This, this was owned by Ted Turner, the billionaire. Oh. So it was a completely different company. You know Ted Turner! <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he did. It was uh, TNT, uh, TBS. They they started right. on TBS. That was that was how uh, Ted Turner was able to launch TBS. Was off the the ratings he got from wrestling. So Ted Turner really loved wrestling. He always if if he had still been in Time Warner after the merger, they, it would have stayed. Now we learned, he loved it really, so much. Oh yeah, we learned about Ted Turner and shit and economics and stuff in high school. And I always used to think, are they going to talk about his wrestling? Are they gonna? And they never did. They don't ever teach you that in high school, which I think is kind of funny, because that is. It, it's what he built CNN it's on. Seriously, what it he really built is. that is on. Yep. Yeah. You didn't uh, do a report on that. Was one of your <laughs> Good, no, because honestly, I've said it a hundred times. I was never a WCW mark as a kid, so I knew that shit though. Like that, as a wrestling fan, once I knew WWE bought WCW, watching documentaries and stuff. But it wasn't enough for me to give a fuck. I, I only knew I, about it. Come on, guy! I only knew about it because of the tapes, you know, and, and when you can go into the rentals and rent a tape, I only knew it because of that. Right. I never saw the actual TV product oh, until wow. the Monday Night War stuff. That's pretty yeah. cool, yeah. So, yeah. And then WCW, it was like, his, I mean, it started with, it was NWA. Yeah. Um, which was, a, it's a whole different thing. That's a whole other topic. But it was another company. Ted Turner got... Was, is that how it was? He got NWA and then he bought he bought Jim Crockett Promotions, which was the main the main the main NWA. Head, right. yeah. yeah, and then it changed to World Championship Wrestling. Um, it's pretty much it. I mean, it stayed in existence from its inception of whenever it turned WCW all the way up to two thousand and one. Yep. Um, 
uh, when when you and I are relatively the same age, I mean, so what you, what was presented to you on TV as wrestling or for wrestling was what I got as well, except I had other avenues I could go and get different stuff. So you not having Saturday morning wrestling, I didn't grow up with that either. Um, like I didn't grow up with Tuesday Night Titans or whatever the hell it was. Um, there which there which, was Superstars Wrestling Challenge. Right. All kinds of shit. And like, if, correct me if I'm wrong, Tuesday Night Titans was basically a late night show for wrestling. Yeah, and they'd show clips and stuff too. Like Vince McMahon was the Johnny Carson. Yeah, they would just do skits wow. and stuff and interview guys and then they would show clips from the right. matches. So there was stuff. a shit ton I was not exposed to either until way later in my youth. Um, but WCW, I knew of it because if you're a WWF fan, no questions asked as from like 90, late 95, 96, all the way up until if you stop watching it, you couldn't be a wrestling fan without hearing this company. And I can only imagine vice versa. Yeah. Um, cause number one, isn't going to talk about number two. Number two is always going to talk about number exactly. one to create the competition. So, uh, and they, they legitimately had competition. Both shows, WWF, Raw, before there was a SmackDown, always been on Monday nights. WCW took it to them and put it on Monday nights as well. This was like, like a couple weeks after they, they started Metro. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Yep, um, yeah. And at this point, these guys, like a lot of these guys you're seeing, like Brian Pillman, never went on. This guy never went on to become like a huge name, but he is a huge name to wrestlers. Sting is the Hulk Hogan of this generation. Um, WCW. Arn yeah. Anderson is just one of the guys, if you're a wrestling enthusiast and you actually really do like the sport and not just the gimmick, he's one of those guys that's going to make you love it. But WCW went head-to-head with WWF for 83 weeks, right? Yeah, they, they, won, they won the ratings for 83 straight weeks. Yeah. Which was a huge deal because WWF, Vince McMahon, was a tyrant that bought all competition. They were established. They, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, he was the Gestapo. You couldn't fucking put a stop. You couldn't. He was just the end-all, be-all. And when WCW guys would say they were a wrestler, mm-hmm. they would go, oh, I watched WWF. You know, and they'd be like, no, we don't wrestle for them. We wrestle for WCW. Right. So. People never heard of yep. this company. So for that, wow. woo! There's, There's the best player. right there. There he is. Um, and everybody and anybody that likes re- that loves wrestling knows Rick fucking Flair. See, I wish Russ yeah. would do this kind of stuff, like tackling him, trying to get him into the corner. Get off me. You're going to get fired, you ugly little <laughs> fuck you and your family. <laughs> but in 2001, Vince McMahon, with the almighty powers and money that he has, bought WCW. The entire tape library, every trademarks, everything. People's names. For like $4 million. Yep. And the now entire he's, thing, he's making yeah. millions off of it. And the, he... Does, he, people get access to it though. Yeah, right? they have a yeah. network just like any streaming platform, Disney yep. Plus and shit. They have all the pay per views, right. all the TV. Yeah. Now, yep. is it separate? So it's separate from the WWE network? No, it's, it's on. The, it's on the network because oh. he owns all that. That's stuff. what it's on. Yep. I don't know how to navigate it. You'd have to ask him on that. If you have <laughs> I actually had WWE network before. It's yeah, on there. Yeah. It's. it's I, I think it's worth the money just to see the classic stuff because they're adding stuff all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Like all the Coliseum videos from when I was a kid, they're adding on there. Right. So. So yeah, no, that's a that's a pretty good question, Vince McMahon, because which is a good question because even later years when NWA, another sister, you know, company to the NWA, WCW, NWA reformed TNA wrestling, um, which the likes of AJ Styles, Samoa Joe's, Christopher Daniels, Sting made his second, actually I call it his third coming. Kurt Angle did his best work, his best work there, Christian. 
a lot of a lot of pluses in TNA. But the team uh, went there wasn't that great, but he still Mick Foley. I, yep. I mean, a lot of them do regret going because it was just a cash cow. But right. the wrestling fan, it was cool. But the question you had asked, did Vince McMahon have anything to do with this? In a way, yes, he did. It was his competition, where when I first got into TNA in like '07 and shit, were you there the night we they ordered the Kimbo slice? I was not. You were not there. Okay. I went to a wrestling show that night with you, um, and I think Chuck maybe fuck with us. But I went back to Derek's house that night, anyways. Uh, but a lot of people had asked. Vince McMahon owns TNA. Remember all those kind of conversations oh, yeah. and shit? Oh, it's a it's a ruse. He owns the company. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. He never did. He never has. He never... He might someday. I mean, the way it's going. But... So what you asked is a fair question. Because people even that watch wrestling today buy into it. Yep. And I mean, you can. Absolutely. Buy into it. Believe it's real. But don't... I don't, what's the better way of saying it? Think it's real, but don't believe it's real? Yeah. Would that be a better... Suspension of disbelief. Yeah. yeah. That, that term is used all the time, but it fits. It has to fit in this yep. world, because especially when they when they came out and they... Like, WWE and wrestling itself broke kayfabe. You have to now tell the fans what you're watching isn't really real. Right. Like, I see, I see Drew McIntyre pull the pen out and stab Orton in the eye on Monday Night Raw, and I'm like... So what is he going to start wearing a mask too with his eye covered? What is the point of becoming pirate? Yeah, like you can't take somebody's eye out in professional well, wrestling. That's, that's like they just did Hell in a Cell. They used the cell each time they had a match, maybe for two minutes total, and that was just ramming people into but it. But then you no have it three times throughout the fucking yeah. pay per view. They, they spent more time grabbing weapons from underneath the ring to use than the actual cell itself. And that's like the reverse of what you're supposed to do. I remember yeah. like. The old school Hona cells, or any of the hells, for chasing Floyd Rider. <laughs> did they ever have singles matches? Uh, when in, early in Brian's career, they did. I bet those yep. are pretty decent. Yeah. to be honest. Yep. Um, but bring it back. What we were just mentioning Hona cell, how they don't use. When they it. would pull a chair out, that was like you could hear the commentators be like, "Oh God, how could it get any worse than a chair?" You know what I mean? Yep. And now, like, if you're you're pulling weapons out to pull them out. Everything loses its flavor. And that's like the TLC matches. There's like 50 of them around the ring, and they just start throwing them in the ring. Why do you need more than 10? You know, I don't you're throwing think, 20 in there. What's the point? I don't think that pay-per-view should be what it is. And I don't think you should have a tables match, a chairs match, a fucking ladders match, and then a TLC match. Yeah. It should be every match on that card underneath your main event or your main events, because there could be multiple, need to be its own fucking thing. Like... Kurt Angle and Mark... I'm just throwing this out. This never happened. Kurt Angle and Mark Henry say they're having a feud in 2020. Not a title match. Why the fuck does their match need to be for a chair match? Yeah. They're two Olympic fucking athletes. Let them go in and wrestle the best fucking man wins. And then that's... You don't build your match around a stipulation. No, it should It should be the, the TLC match is the main... Like Money in the Bank. The Money in the Bank ladder match is what... You're there for right, you know, and yeah. I still we both agree it shouldn't be a pay per view. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be a pay per view at all. It, it was one of the highlights of wrestling. It was probably two years ago. What's that? Money in the bank. Oh yeah. Yep. Who? Give us a skinny. If, even if even if you're wrong on what you're saying, we'll <laughs> you correct you. Uh, trying to remember. Uh, somebody I worked with in Vermont was uh, super into board games, super into wrestling. So I did uh, go through a uh, hot minute. Um, he hosted that at his house, and he hosted the Royal Rumble. 
Okay, that's, uh, that's, Rumble's our, that's my personal favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. We all drew names, and um, uh, there was like five, like six or seven of us, and we all drew names until we ran out of names. And whoever was <laughs> the winner won this uh, Triple H uh, life-size cardboard cutout. <coughs> oh, shit. You, on, you just piqued his interest. Triple H is his favorite of all time. <laughs> that when I live at uh, the craft beer bar we all work for. He lived, like, he lived, uh, we go. pulled Get him out in half, and uh, he lived in the little corner in between uh, the keg setups. I love it. That's what actually, was, that's that's actually, that's actually was, a really good idea. I, yeah, it is. Yeah. I was waiting. <laughs> Number two. The suck it thing? Yes. I would totally cut a hole in his private system <laughs> my penis through it. <laughs> like David Monks. Yes! <laughs> um, just so you can picture yourself with Stephanie McMahon. Dude, when I watch <laughs> Rachel Rocks, she looks just like Stephanie McMahon. She's a porn actress. I always envision myself with Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> um, every... We haven't skipped a beat. Uh, every January when the Royal Rumble happens, Dave and I, we either... Have, it, it, we watch it as it is happening, or it's a pre-recorded. We, we try to avoid what the spoilers until we get to watch this, it together. This year, I want to I want to take the day off and do it. Perfect. Um, it's a Sunday. It's every year. It's a Sunday. You're more than welcome. Right? Yeah. I'm gonna yes. Home. Oh man. We do we do food. We you know we record it. We're, we most likely will. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. We do food. I think I have. We do, show we do. you what we kind of have an idea of what we do. Yeah. <laughs> This is the one I made for this past year because oh, we did it here, right? Yeah. Um, something along the lines of this, but I like the idea of what you, the drawing, the name kind of thing. You know what we could do? Buy a loop crate, and then you know the winner gets yeah. that, or, or, you, or, or we can do like specific matches too, like okay, you know, the person who guesses or, or like something it. like that. You know what I mean? I like it. But yeah, we do something similar. Um, that is Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. Or like the, the person that gets the most, you know, matches and then somebody right and then somebody at the end who gets the... Yep. Yeah. That sounds good. Right. We could do something along those lines because, uh, yeah. Um, the Rumble's always fun. If... So. I know, I mean, I know it's your, your home, but I mean, we know who we wouldn't want or would want there, <laughs> but... Him and Marcadius. Yeah. I think the four of us would be great. Yeah. I think you and Marcadius would get along great. You guys are very similar. Awesome. Um, yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, there's that. I like it. Say the loop for that. <laughs> uh, the match is continuing still with... They're, they're building up the drama with, you know, Sting not being able to make the tag, you know, to the injured Ric Flair. Now, I know I often say Nick Patrick, when he has, like, the mullet and the mustache and the goatee, he looks like uh, Danny McBride yep. from, uh, you ever watched Eastbound Down? I love that okay. show. Kenny Powers, baby. <laughs> Tell me that referee don't look like the autistic version of Kenny Powers that would have been the Bat Boy. <laughs> It'd be like him and his buddy Sam. His buddy <laughs> <laughs> That long-faced goof. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that we show's funny. As shit. Yeah, that show's funny. Harlan Williams' little cousin. <laughs> so, uh, and when you guys mentioned TNA, was that the company Billy Corgan from the Smashing yes. Pumpkins? He he had a, he had a, he had yeah he had a, a a stake in it at one point, and he was going to try to buy it, but yeah, the woman that was running it didn't want to sell it. Which is now he has his hand in. Another company, NWA. NWA. Yep. Still NWA. He has a love for the NWA. 
like the 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 honor that it was and shit like yeah. that. Clearly, uh, Serena Deeb just won their. Uh, <laughs> she was with the Straight Edge Society, the woman that shaved her head with CM Punk. What the fuck was her name in WWE? Serena. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but she just won the NWA Women's title. So. Well, yeah, because fucking Thunder Rosa <laughs> is going back to MMA. Is she? Yeah, that's, that's, that's all that on the head of it. Wow. Oh, we got a chance for a tag. Woo! 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 Flair just pacing and, you know, getting the crowd into it. It's, he's going to do suck it. Did you see that? Rick Flair was like, ah, channel the suck it! <laughs> would be even funnier if he was wearing the Rolex and stuff, you know? I would love it. He's got the Rolex on his cock. Because <laughs> they know what time it is. <laughs> How old was he at this point? He was 47. He was, he was probably, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, oh, the tag is made! The tag oh, is made! Oh, it's, it's Rick Flair and Arnie. Oh, he turns around. Oh, shit, what a heel. The face. What a son of a bitch. And you have the reform, part of the reformation of the four horsemen. No. Then when do they get rid of Pillman? Um, not so like the beginning of 96. Because then they bring in Wyndham? Uh, nope, they, this, they bring in Benoit after this. Oh, no, yeah, Wyndham was made before this. And then once Pillman leaves, they bring in Mongo. Yeah, you're right, you're yeah. right. But before this, Ric Flair had said, needed a tag team partner and said, you know, Sting this trying to get great. Sting. And uh, Sting said, if you double cross me, I'm going to leave you for dead. This is so this leads to a hu huge feud with him and Sting. This is freaking great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this is fantastic, man. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I was a kid, I did not see a lot of WCW because I was, you know, out in Northeast, all you saw was WWF, so... But when I when I started seeing the tapes and I started getting into it and realizing that guys would jump back and forth, you know, between companies and you know when they'd get tired of working for one. Yeah, that was my understanding. It seems, uh, yeah, because especially Hulk Hogan, I remember uh, he jumped around, didn't he? He 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 left in '94. He left WWF in '93 and then went to this company in '94 because they gave him creative control and they gave him a shitload of money. They gave him a Dodge Viper as a signing bonus. Wow. Yeah, uh, like a, a Hulk Hogan yellow and red Dodge Viper. He just sold it. I think he just auctioned it off for charity, actually, last year. So when did he become Hollywood? That was, the, like, maybe nine months later. He, he started, they started the NWO. Uh-oh. We got another one. Dear Phil Eldon, dear man, <laughs> I am the American Day Dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, speaking of shirts being crooked, you know. <laughs> this is fucking Gibraltar. I made it myself, man. I swear I gotta angle myself. Yeah, see, I have a good old wavy. Look at Hawk doing the Hawk doing the, the hotline with lights. Well, oh, look at TNA. Look at my TNA. Speaking of TNA, there's the best TNA I've ever seen. <laughs> I love his haircut. <laughs> it was actually a birth defect that way. They just said, you know what? Let's build around this. Male pattern baldness is not only the soup bowl, but it is two steaks as well. <laughs> Listen to this we fucking gibberish. <laughs> Woo! Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just caught it.
<laughs> the worst wound. <laughs> if you, Ric Flair right now, if you don't act like he does and look like that when you get out of the shower, you are doing life wrong, baby. That's what God made a full body mirror for. Oh, his haircut like that kind of makes him look like Stewart from Mad TV. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Watts or Bill Watts? Or Jim Hurd. Jim Hurd. One of them cock smacks. One of the worst things I could ever recall happening. Doc Dillinger, what is the condition of Sting right now? Does anybody know? Does anybody care? God damn this program. It's fake, but does anybody care anymore? Am I sexy? I don't know, you probably knew about this game plan far in advance. Put me back to you. I miss the old days when they just... It, everything felt organic. It didn't feel like everybody was, like, separate from each other. And then when they finally did talk to each other, it was like, well, this is weird. Yeah. Does Mean Gene ever break character? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. He um, used to... Probably the most... He's probably the most well-known to do that. Put that cigarette out! <laughs> the best one is SummerSlam 89. He's doing a... Uh... A stand-up interview with Rick Rude, and the SummerSlam sign is behind him. It's just a cardboard sign. It fell off the wall, and he just said, "Fuck it," and ended the interview. Yeah. It was live. It wasn't. It wasn't even live. It was one that they had taped earlier in the day. And they put the wrong tape up. It's even funnier. You know? Yeah, he was I don't hilarious. think it's on the network anymore. But I think that's why a lot of the people, like when you see him in the promos, they give him shit because they know he's going to throw it back, and it's probably going to give me something to work with. Yeah. Mean Gene did it more in the end of WCW when he just didn't give a shit. He would break character and just, you know, be really funny and stuff. But <laughs> Look at that fucking penguin looking motherfucker. I, I cut right to basically the end of the sumo monster truck thing. And they're not really driving those, by the way. There's people in the passenger seats that are driving those. <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> but it was just an excuse to fucking buy monster trucks. Now, did they take these monster trucks and put them in a fucking derby and shit? Or no? I don't know if they did or not. I think one of them was Gravedigger. <laughs> no, but someone at this point, he's this, a Gravedigger yeah, this, this was when they, they were doing the Dungeon of Doom. Oh, was it? Yep. This is how they debut him? Oh, yeah. I'm, well, I mean, they'd show, he had been on the TV. He had just but, never wrestled. Yeah, this is how before how he had really done anything. Watch this shit. Watch this. You're going to fucking laugh. Because then when you see it later, you're going to be like, well, shouldn't he be dead? <laughs> was this post-Andre the Giant? Oh, yeah. Yep. What Big Show's gimmick was he was coming in as, like, Andre's nephew, right? His son. His son. Yeah. So motherfucker just fell off the building. <laughs> it ain't no goddamn like, oh shit, it's a, you know, a story. He fell off the fucking building. <laughs> but you tell me how he's had a career 20 years in the making. Then they show the Detroit River as if he actually might have fell in the river. No, no. Now what does it cut to now, the match? Or what is uh, it going No, they, there's more after this, but... Keenan sells it like crazy. Yeah. He should have come back with his head cut off, a <laughs> fucking gym sock up his ass. And that's that's the guy that built that Bigfoot. He's, uh, Bob Chandler, I think his name is. He's oh. the one that built Bigfoot. He built those those monster trucks they had. Oh. 
Did you say Steven Spielberg? I was thinking of the guy from fucking Jaws, the dad there. Well, look at Heenan looking like he's all confused and just, he's selling it like crazy. Eric Bischoff, the guy there to the left, Greg, that's the guy that basically put WCW on the map. Yeah, he's the he one that... created like the, the Hollywood Hogan gimmick. I mean, I don't know if he created the gimmick, but helped that get it off where it was. He was the one that was smart enough to realize they had to compete and use Ted Turner's money. <laughs> but you can see how they, I mean, the whole him falling off the building wasn't real. But them acting Aww. like it, but them acting like it was a tragedy made it seem real, or at least you know, that's what they were trying to. Go I could have believed all of that until they show him. Right. I mean, they they if they had actually made it look like he had you know really fallen and you know hit something or you know followed him down a little bit, but was there a screen inside projecting that to the audience? Were they able to? Watch <laughs> oh yeah, they, yeah. They, I think they have a video wall there where they had it. Yeah. But this, oh, baby, Lex Luger, <laughs> you fucking stud, you. Ooh. Oh, oh, he's so nice. We got to see him twice, baby boy. Well, um, earlier in the night, Macho Man wrestled the Zodiac, who was Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I hate him. And uh, beat him in, like, 40 seconds. And then uh, Luger wrestled Meng for about half an hour, which was boring as hell. So now Luger's got to wrestle Macho Man because they were him at the time. I'm mad now. <laughs> Oh, using the WWF pictures of him. That's cool. Here's a little, little <laughs> Dusty Rhodes right here so everybody knows. Dusty Rhodes. Because not all roads are, are paved, baby. Some are dusty. <laughs> Man, the mullet was the thing in the mid nineties, oh, early yeah. mid-90s. Mm -hmm. And the balding spot in the center. <laughs> Arn Anderson should have done that, the macho man look with the, you know, oh, the, the bald spot oh, with the, the skull. Have. No, he would have looked like fucking, <laughs> you know, he would have looked like that, uh, what was that one DVD we watched? Oh, no, I, I can't remember, it was so bad. He looked like a small little fucking bruiser Brody reject. <laughs> Arn Anderson would have had that. He would have loved oh, like the, the, the death match. One of the Canadian guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Man, I, I don't know. Oh, no, the times have changed. Macho <laughs> Man's still alive. No, he died. He's dead. dead. He, died, he died in 2011. <laughs> Had a heart attack while he was driving. <laughs> yep. Bone saw is it ready? <laughs> Did he play the. Oh. Bonesaw, yeah. Uh, did he play the wrestler in the uh, first Spider-Man? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was Bonesaw, yep. yep. He, did, he did a voice in the movie Bolt, too. Like, like the dog. I don't remember that, but I have that movie, damn it! <laughs> He's one, he plays one of the henchmen. If you, if you pay attention, you can hear his voice. <clears throat> I'm surprised he didn't do more voiceover work for, like, you know, bad guys and stuff like that. I feel like he was extremely self-conscious about his voice, which I don't understand why he would talk like that then. Because <laughs> you hear the stories of, like, people, like, he used to hate it when people... There's Kenny Powers. Yep. <laughs> Just without the bus. I'm going to play baseball and be a success story outside of wrestling. <laughs> Look at him. He's even got the McBride glare. Like, fuck <laughs> he Like, he's going to fight him. I'm going to shake his hand here. I'll fucking pop him. Oh, I got a niche on my back. It's the code of honor. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take my old fucking arm up. So that way he's going to kick you. Boom, bam. The macho man's coming. You better close your eyes because it doesn't matter. 
I love how they don't do that stuff anymore. The stomping when they, you know, they punch somebody or they hit them into the turnbuckle and shit. <laughs> I don't know what it was about Luger that just I didn't like. He looks so awkward. He's got he a really big did. Fucking head. Yeah. He just... You know, I was thinking about that with Sasha Banks. Ooh! Sasha Banks just looks fucking awkward. The way she walks, everything she does, she just looks fucking awkward. She reminds me of a twelve-year-old kid, and it makes me feel weird. <laughs> this is the way it is, right? I'm Jimmy Harvey. I'm the wear all black baby. So baby, ain't nobody know who I'm lying to see, baby. <laughs> this was when Hogan was dressing in black when he was feuding with the, the Dungeon of Doom. Macho man, always doing that, getting choked outside the rope thing. He, he was he was really good at selling stuff. Yeah. He made it look like people were beating the ever level shit out of him, especially when that snake bit him. Yeah, that looked real. Yeah, what looked like the venom was coursing through his veins and shit. God. Looked like it was real snakes. <laughs> it was. It was all real. No, yeah. That was a real King Cobra. Got really big. I mean, it was sedated. You could tell because that it didn't lash at anybody. But yeah, it latched on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's like fish hooks. You know, you got to really get that to get on you. Yeah. And I can't imagine like snakes. You better be giving me a shitload of a bonus to be doing that shit. Oh, bud, you right better. Give, on my you better give me a bottle of pills. <laughs> That's all we need in that fucking locker room. But I don't blame him for telling Jake the Snake to do it first. You know, to have him bite him. I'd be like, fuck you, you're doing that to me. See, but then, but then, but then, I would have been like Hogan and been like, listen, brother, you want me to pretend like I fuck Elizabeth? I gotta do it, dude. Ain't nothing better than the real shit, brother. You know? You gotta, you gotta fucking get into character. What do they call that? Method acting? Yeah. <laughs> What's the, what's the guy that played uh, Lincoln? Oh, uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, that yeah. motherfucker. Gangs in New York. You know about that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have fun here. I can we do? I'm having a blast. <laughs> Wait till we bring out the cocaine. <laughs> Kidding. The camera's going on. Tony Montana. You know? <laughs> They're coming out with a reboot. It's going to be Anthony. Wait, just Anthony. <laughs> Don't ruin my favorite movie of all time, please. They are going to make a reboot. I know. It's a sad movie. Some stuff just does not need to be remade, and that's why. Yeah. We talked about this. A game that needs to be remade. <laughs> a lot of them need to be remade. <laughs> the original Metal Gear Solid is... Uh... <laughs> Kubrick. <laughs> Simpsons Hit and Run! Yes! Simpsons Hit and Run is probably the greatest, one of the greatest PlayStation 2 games I've ever played in my life. And it was fan-fucking-tastic. It was. You let me borrow it for quite some time, and I was addicted to it for quite some time. That's something I missed, too, was the guardrails, where they would use them, you know, as, as weapons, and they used to do... Because those guard... The guardrails they have now are fucking shit. Well, this this actually looked dangerous having those metal guardrails. Because it was. I know, but the stuff now it looks so sanitized. Danny Trejo, so... Danny Trejo in the background. You know, <laughs> You're right. I agree. Um, I wish it would go back. I mean, that's why I like AEW because it feels like that gritty feel. Yeah. Uh, but yet, it's stuck in its own way, too. And these the WCW ring was so fucking tiny. Yeah, but the Macho guy sold it! Wow, got me in the gut! I'm glad he didn't do the fucking flip, though, because that fucking drives me. That, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Oh. You would not have enough momentum to flip you over. No human being would ever gut. do that. You, they, they stopped themselves 
and then flip. It's like, yeah. who, who's, who does that? Like, <laughs> I just got punched in the face. Me, let me like, like they make it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Should have got Jimmy Hart down by now. <laughs> what are, what are they were, they weren't talking about. They, they definitely weren't good at that in WCW. They they let the referees linger with shit like that for way too long. <laughs> oh baby Jesus! <laughs> he he probably still do bumps like that today. Like he he's all about it. Oh, yeah, the elbow <laughs> drop, the ginger elbow drop that he started gotcha. doing. Yeah, dug it. Well, he didn't have a lot of height either. Those those turnbuckles are a lot lower than the, the WWF ones too. Bud, <laughs> you gotta spring them. <laughs> spring them legs. Ain't no autumn, winter, or fall, motherfucker. Spring. I want pants like this. <laughs> he used to spend so much money on his gear. He his the original guy that did his stuff was a guy that used to make stuff for Jimi Hendrix. All like the jackets and stuff. Jimi Hendrix, he played for the Eagles, right? <laughs> <laughs> did I miss something? That's. <laughs> um, I can see that though. It looks like he had a, just like a bunch of materials, like just yeah. layered on yeah. top of each other, and yep. then just went at it with a pair of scissors. Like, yep. And who is that guy right there? That looks like he could possibly be a drug dealer. Oh, he <laughs> was. He was. He was the drug dealer in the locker room. His name was Feed All the Mouse in the South. <laughs> Actually, it was uh, Jimmy Hart. He was like the manager of everybody in the world at this point. He used to carry a megaphone with him and yell during the matches into it and stuff. And- Show was he feuding with Jamie McBride? <laughs> 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 he took my role, baby. The <laughs> Macho made a roll in his eyes. Heck, you're at this bullshit. Look <laughs> Tony. Yep. Both of them looking like overweight penguins. <laughs> you know, brain, I pulled my dick out earlier and the old lady didn't like it. Oh, well, shut your fucking mouth! <laughs> <laughs> They look like father and son fighting. Yeah. Wait a minute. Now that I listen to Shivani on AEW, Heenan, you can't yell at him like that. I like Tony. I mean, the building what about is if he's only, alive or dead? Right. Let alone showing up or not. The building is right next door, you know. But I just wish you could see like one lone fan after that, like just wearing like the giant T-shirt, like just sprinting <laughs> up the stairs <laughs> and jumping into the river. <laughs> no! When we go to the ring. I can't get outside. There's gonna be 500 people standing in the doorway. It takes me two hours to get outside. <laughs> He's like, yeah, okay. Rationality and wrestling, you need to stop. Look at the big Lone Ranger standing right in the middle there. That's a big boy. Sumo Monster Trucks. Can we just not call it Sumo since it's not anything to do with Asian Orient? It's just, it's fighting to push each other out of a ring. I feel like Sumo has to be a specific... Need Yokozuna for that. Yeah, I mean, some kind of Asian... But look at how close it is to the building they're in. You can't get any word on whether the man's dead or not. That's funny shit. They're just recapping it. 
I like the yeah, fact that we, we put over budget on the trucks and we didn't have enough for security. <laughs> well, I like that Hogan is in like a straight mechanics outfit and Big Show is in a fucking loony bin <laughs> psych ward uniform. Right. Ah, uh, what's his real name? Not sure. Let's call him the Giant. He'll be easy to figure out in a mess hall. Wait, is that really Big Show? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And that's actually right there. That 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 white guy. That is uh, Booker T. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, we coming for you. Nigga! I'll say it, I'm getting fucked. My fucks have been given. Oh, did you hear that? That was like the Wilhelm scream. You just murdered someone and now you want help? You sick degenerate. Go say the N-word and have sex with someone's wife on film. Parting of the Red Seas. <laughs> Love if Hogan just got in the monster truck and just took off. <laughs> just drove off the edge of the building. <laughs> Going to Canada. <laughs> the heat that day. Fuck this. <laughs> Him and, uh. Oh, I forgot what his name was. Whitey Bulger went and fucking hit out in Florida for years. <laughs> don't know what they'll do to guys like me and the pokey. <laughs> <laughs> guys don't know what I'll do to them at the pokey. Gotta cheese. <laughs> Keenan on his knees really selling it. What, the fact that Shivani shipped up higher? <laughs> that might be too. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Nice. Zoom in. You little bastard. <laughs> oh, I just drooled. I saw it. I saw he didn't spit. It's bad. See, Shivani needs to keep the old school commentator shit alive because he was in the mix with a lot of the best. Yep. Like he should, he should have Excalibur's <laughs> job. It should be just Tony and and Jr. and then. You know, rotate when they come in. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You punk sit down back there. I'll fuck you all. Because <laughs> Shivani's seen enough where he can. He might not be able to call everything, but he can learn enough where he could call. And it's not like you don't need to call all the moves either. No, you don't. You know? Excalibur is way too over. Excalibur's a cunt. <laughs> Look at it's um uh Benedict Cumberbatch's dad. <laughs> Bruce Cumberbatch. He made so much money just to come out and do this. Are on, you? On pay-per-views and shit. Didn't he do a fucking a cookie commercial or a cheese commercial or something? And it was, are you ready to crumble? Something like that, yeah. Doesn't that sound yep. like He owns shit. the trademark to, are you ready to rumble? Like, he literally owns the trademark to that. I would change it and say, are you ready to fight? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's as simple as that, motherfucker. Well, that's why, like, Mills Lane used to say, let's get it on. You know? Are you ready to fight? Are you ready to fight? Let's get it on! Just like, oh, look at the Hulk. Oh, he even has some lightning bolts. He looks like he would have sex with children. Oh, the drug dealer is better. I don't like him. <laughs> the Dungeon of Doom shaved off his mustache. For real? Yeah. yeah. And you like Kevin Sullivan? <laughs> and you like what he did these, for these, these, these weren't his best ideas. The NWO was good. This was this was bad. He looks fucking retarded. He does. Where's his? He doesn't have any powers anymore. His mustache <laughs> and the fucking hair. I mean, this is literally this is Hollywood. Bro, brother. <laughs> I mean, with the lightning bolt, the all black, even the you know the weight belt. That's Hollywood Hogan. Nine months before he's Hollywood Hogan. Wow. 
Jimmy Hart! Fucking fuck you! <laughs> the the cowboy boots when he would come out without his wrestling it always looked weird to me. Whenever he would wear cowboy boots. He doesn't have a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> he could come out with his pecker hanging and I'd say, hey, there's something wrong with his he face. Says that when he's going to Bubba the Love Sponge's house. That's when he's going over right to Bubba's. Hard <laughs> camera's this way, there, big guy. Over here. Let me tell you something, brother. Where? Where is my mustache? I don't have it. Is it over here? My equilibrium's off without the mustache. <laughs> Listen here, dude. Where's the camera? Oh, here. Oh, all right. here. Look at the size of the belt compared to Jimmy Hart's head. Right. It's just <laughs> fucking crazy. He has to ice his shoulder after that. Yep. No scratches, nothing. He's in his ring gear. He's fine. He's not even like hurt. Like, look at Kevin Sullivan. Look at that little fucking piece of shit. Like he's holding on to his dad's arm. <laughs> Dad, we're gonna get him. Totally reminds me of fucking Chris Farley from SNL when he was like Giuliani's kid. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> Can I ride the mechanical pony on the way out of the store? <laughs> That's Hogan, son. Yeah, still. But it goes to show, look, look at, it shows you how short the ring is with how how massive he looks over those ropes. Hey, you're missing it, Deadly <laughs> He's the giant. He's huge. But he doesn't come even close to looking like that in WWE with how big the ring is. No. That's like taking the deluxe action figure and figure and putting it in one of like the old Hasbro rings. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the LJN style rings. Yep. Big Show's like, that's not Hogan. Where's his stash? <laughs> it's an imposter. <laughs> he trained me. Ah! Look, he didn't even rip his shirt all the way off. <laughs> his fucking shirt's as silky as his hair. And that's a huge vote of confidence in you to know that you're, you're wrestling Hogan in your first match for the title. That's, that's actually shows that the company and Hogan has a lot of faith in you because he can just say, no, I'm not doing that. Which he did to so many people yeah. that deserved yep. this treatment. <laughs> oh, yeah, those were extensions at that point. Oh, the fuck is that? <laughs> He's looking like Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. If he could have done that, why the fuck didn't he color on a mustache? Fell <laughs> asleep at a party or, or like night. the year later when he, when he did the when he did the hair piece against Macho Man, he had the, the spiked hair. <laughs> that that hair, that face. Yeah, he look he looks really fucking weird about the mustache. Let me tell you something, dude. If it wasn't for the money, brother, I wouldn't get be getting my dick sucked. He, he looks dude. like he looks like his face is caving in without the mustache. He looks like the crypt keeper. Looks like Brooke. Looks more like yeah, he, Brooke. He looks like Brooke. Yeah, you're right. His daughter. Yep. Looks way more like Brooke, or Brooke looks way like like him, like this. Yep. And then Kevin Sullivan's carrying a keg in his trousers. <laughs> That's why I never, I never, I never, I never thought she was attractive because all I could picture was the fucking mustache on her. And I was like, well, I let be, me tell you I something, dude. My dad's Hulk Hogan, brother. What a big show. What a big mess he was. <laughs> I can't still talking say, about the fucking monster truck. I can't say if I was a kid and I was watching Big Show do or Giant do this. I'd say if I was a fan or not, but I do know the way they had him debut in WWF was light years better than this. Oh yeah, with him throwing Austin, or coming out of yeah. the ring and shit like that, and being Paul White. Yeah, even when he was with the Undertaker, he was still the Giant, and then they had him start doing regular matches, and it just 
it lost all its appeal. And then it became the funny giant. Yep. Imagine Andre the Giant putting on a kilt and going out there. Yeah. Audio! Get out of the swamp! Right. Or whatever, you know? I don't or even when he did The Princess Bride. They didn't yeah. talk about that on WWF television. You know? Yep. I mean, not that it would have mattered anyways. But they, you know, they kept but... the illusion of these guys are who they are when you see them on TV. Yep. I mean, King Kong Bundy never did silly shit. You know, he was always the big monster. You know, Earthquake. Well, he did the sumo match with Yokozuna, but Earthquake had done sumo in Japan Golga? at one point. So, yeah. He had he legit done sumo in Japan. Golga, though. Yeah. Golga. That's true. Yeah, I didn't think about Golga. Yeah, but it was yeah. cool, though, because it fit the bill. Right. Yo, my bad. See that stuff, like the giant stomping on the hand and all that stuff. The you know, choosing the size. Yeah, he just did not do enough it's, of this in WWE. Tell me, I'm in. I'm wrong when I say this, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm confident in the accuracy of this. But because Hogan's a big dude, because Giant's a big dude, and it makes the referee look twice as small, that is an exact comparison to when you would buy the toys and they would come with a referee. It didn't matter what size the wrestler was. If it wasn't big, it could have been Disco Inferno and a Raven. The referee was always like three times smaller. Oh, it was like a horse yeah. yeah. So like seeing that comparison right there, that's what a three-pack would look like yep. back in the 90s of a wrestling set. Yep. The referee would be that small. Yeah. Come on, brother. <laughs> you know, because when I'm getting my ass kicked, I don't say, brother, yeah. can you stop it, brother? <laughs> That's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Come on, dude, you're sweating on my head, brother. Hogan, I'm growing your mustache back for you. <laughs> you can do it, you can do it. You can do it, son of a bitch. I'll go up there if I can give you a big hand of cocaine. We're going to win the match, win, win, win. <laughs> And and WCW, he would cycle the megaphone in and out. There was times where he would have it, and he wouldn't. Yeah, I've got ten G's on you. <laughs> well, Bruce B. Can, you used can. to carry Hogan's weed around, so, you, you know. and you can get him on wrestling because it's not a professional sport. I would I would imagine, anyways, if you're really getting into the logistics of it. Right. Oh, Vegas will put odds on. I'm sure they will. I'll put on. This is probably going to go against a lot of people's standards, but I'll put a bet on if the baby comes out alive or not. I'll gamble on almost anything. I mean, I don't fuck. You tell me what you want to play. The roulette table is open. Wow, this that's just awkward. Like he's trying to call spots to him, and he's just he doesn't know what to do. You can tell it's his first match ever just just by watching it. Yeah, because that's their first language. Oh. <laughs> These fucking yokels. Kevin Sullivan. What are you, a piece of shit? You're a piece of shit, Kevin! Can barely, can barely see over the bottom rope. I've never been a fan of him, ever. I don't give a fuck what good storylines he's had. He didn't really wrestle much in the 90s. I mean, the stuff with Benoit wasn't really wrestling matches. They were just really essentially like hardcore matches. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yep. His his character was never about the end ring. It was always being the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Oh my oh, God! This, he this <laughs> oh well, that was a very nice way to not hit his face. <laughs> Thanks for being so sweet. The double chop. I was the double. Sheik used to do it too. That double, you know, like X chop. What you think? Like you're gonna? What are you trying to break my neck? What the yeah. fuck is that? You know? Son of a bitch. 
Did you see the video of the guy breaking his mic? Yeah. Woo! There, a lot of people are saying he's going to have to get him amputated because it was so bad. I mean, they they, it, they just went out and they why? It was it was bad. Do you have it? <laughs> what was this? I broke his legs. Just just jumping off the second rope down to the mat. Like, well, I mean, I think it was that was some heavy duty shit that they had on that ring, but yeah, it was bad. It was real bad. Oh, was he wearing like ankle weights while he did it? Or? I don't know, but it was just he just jumped down and like any other wrestler would do, just jumped off the the middle rope and kind of like Sid when he broke his leg. Just, it just snapped. <laughs> oh, the big clothesline. Yeah. Most wrestling websites and shit. Oh. Most wrestling websites don't um, pay attention to backyard wrestling at all. Like, Unless something like that happens. Because this was pretty <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. And he's coming out to the Wolfpacks music, which yeah. I thought was great. Yeah. Don't turn your back. Dude, don't turn your back on your kneecaps. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a fucking quote right there, Bob. <laughs> Dude, you're going to wind up in a body bag with your fucking legs broken. <laughs> I've never seen I haven't even liked it for my life. Yeah, it was it was gnarly. That that puts the Sid Vicious leg break to shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at this point Sid Vicious will talk about his now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your makeup's coming off, Holster. <laughs> well let me tell you something, dude. What are you gonna do when my makeup runs off and it goes wild on you? <laughs> This is just classic, just trying to knock the big giant down, doing everything you can to do it. Oh, where is it? I'm scratching <laughs> on the very first video. Oh no, he's going for the choke slam. Oh, he rakes his eyes, which a baby face should never do. All these videos are gross looking. <laughs> I can't believe it's not on here right now. What was the Big Show's big move? Choke slam. Wolfpack Sting breaks leg. Okay, so what he's doing is he's standing in the corner of the ring and he's looking out towards the crowd. So what he's, he's trying to do is he's standing up and then he's going to turn midair, jump, land on his knee or his feet, and now he's facing in ring. Towards his opponent, right? Mm -hmm. That's the goal. <laughs> Probably the simplest fucking thing you could do. And yeah. he fucks himself up worse than any wrestler I've ever seen in my life. That's gnarly. It really is. Gonna play again. Ah! The op noodle. You, you know how, like, Kingpin gets his legs kicked in and Daredevil? <laughs> <laughs> Watch this. Oh, and then all of his weight just comes right with it, too. Oh. No, watch it again. <laughs> it's one more time, at least. Crunch! <laughs> I'm surprised somebody hasn't done, like, a 10-hour video on YouTube. This is a 30-second one, and it's enough. <laughs> and this is backyard wrestling? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> sure as fuck should be front yard. <laughs> backyard wrestling is so overplayed. We got a new idea. 
I always, I always, this is one of the things that always, as a kid, made me figure out it was fake, was the bear hug. Because they can always get their fucking arms in there. Look at Big Show, how bad, like, he's not even selling it in his face. Like, but you shouldn't, if they're really clamping down where you can't breathe, you shouldn't be able to get your fucking arms down. The only one that really locked in a really great bear hug was, uh, Superstar. Yeah. Because he'd get right (laughs) up underneath and clench. Bam Bam would too. Bam Bam would get in and he put his shoulder, put his shoulder into, into it. Yeah, into it. yeah. Bam Bam, a, yeah. Even if it didn't look like he was tight, he was making it look like his weight was yep. into that. You're right. That's totally sh- for sure. The way he was just selling it was kind of more like, "Why'd you leave me, Papa?" <laughs> 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 no, Daddy, no. <laughs> Sorry, son. I don't got a mustache. <laughs> Makes me think of a. The Family Guy episode where Peter has a mustache and it gets burned off at McBurger's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got like a, like, what, it's, he's like, there's like a code with people that have mustaches. Yep. It's not a real thing, by the way. People with beards don't respect each other. It's not and then he puts, he tapes Brian to his, to his face. face. <laughs> what was that? Poops. Mustache poops. <laughs> Big Show was literally just biting him. <laughs> And this is his debut. Yep. Yeah, they, they... But this was Hogan's formula for a big guy. You, you do you do the huge bear hug, you know, I sell it, and I look like I'm, you know, I'm dying so I can make the big comeback. Well, he should have went with Professor Utonium's formula of sugar, spice, and everything nice, <laughs> and get the goddamn Powerpuff Girls, but we won't, that, you know, whatever. I'd watch that. I would too. I would too. It's like, like pick up on him. He's he's literally just holding you up. Right. It, there's no pressure on it. Well, I mean, you're not supposed to be really hurting the guy, but at least make it. Same with Cena's STFU. That never looked. That never looked like it hurt. His arms were so fucking far forward that the guy had to make it look like he was wrenching his own neck back. Like Benoit made it look because he really I mean, was he really like was. grinding his fucking forearm. Yeah, was. All right, brother, tell you what, we'll play catch after this. We'll go get some ice cream afterwards. <laughs> but you're going back to your mother's, dude. <laughs> I got your sister tomorrow. I can't handle the two of yous. Got him by the goose you right there? If I was Hogan, I'd grab him right by the dick. <laughs> oh, there it is. Decent back when he, was throw his, when he was throwing his feet out for the joke slam, yep. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. He, push him off. he got into the matches more in WCW than he did in the WWF. He, he really got invested into a lot of stuff. He knew he could say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus he knew he was making a shitload of money for a less less. You can't Hulk up without a stash, dude. You <laughs> look like the guy that <laughs> likes coke too much. I don't know. He's been thinking he's, he's got two shake weights. Tell you something, brother! There ain't never been a better workout, dude! I'm surprised nobody's made a gif of that. That would be hysterical. <laughs> ain't nothing more disrespectful in wrestling than pointing his finger at the other fucking grown man. At this point, saying your prayers and eating your vitamins was cursing out your wife and doing coke. That was the 90s. Yep. I mean, he's not gonna press that, is he? No, he never did. He always did that motion, though, like he was the fucking godfather with the hoe train. Right, like, alright. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is that, you prick? <laughs> oh, my God. That's, he was totally doing the press slam yep. thing. I was expecting that. <laughs> I think he caught him with his. 
Well, fucking Kenny Powers is down. <laughs> they did a good job of not showing that, too, where it, you didn't know what happened, which is actually... With Jimmy Hart? Yeah. yeah. Yep, they didn't show it, so it gave the commentators the... <laughs> you give me a cow! Of what actually right. happened, you know? They didn't show the direct camera shot of it. <laughs> oh, we're hopping up, up. up Now watch, watch this. I love this by Jimmy Hart. He's gonna drop him. <laughs> that fucking boy. <laughs> Just shoves him down and bam. Oh, baby, we got him. We got him, baby. We gotta win. We gotta win the big one, baby. Oh, Jesus Christ, he didn't sell it. <laughs> oh, baby. It wasn't me. It was the ref. I pushed him down, baby. That's how he talks. Yep. Yeah, it really is. He says baby like every five seconds. Right. Just, that's his thing. Get him, baby, get him! Kevin Sullivan, baby, 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 back ribs, baby. So the way they explained this the next night was that Jimmy Hart had the power of attorney for Hogan and put in the contract that if Hogan got disqualified, he would lose the title. So since Jimmy Hart is Hogan's manager, Hogan gets disqualified, Giants champion. Dad's got a payday tonight. When you have to explain a championship turnover like that, that's a little too much. And that led into the big World War Three. Three ring cave, three ring battle royal pay per view because they held up the title. What the fuck is that? <laughs> That's the Yeti. <laughs> that was the body that really but, went over the building. Who is that? <laughs> That's Ron Reese. He was with Ravens Flock for a while, the big seven foot, like seven foot three guy. What is, what? is that a thing? That's a thing. He's a thing? That's a gimmick? That's yeah, a character. The, the Yeti, yeah. yeah no. What do you mean and it's a Yeti? It's a mummy. And now he's going to butt fuck Hogan, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I had to have seen this. Look at that. Business. Look at that. That's just horrible. He's just, he's giving Giant a shoulder massage. A shoulder, shoulder massage. You know, what is going this, yeah, on? this is Kevin Sullivan's worst moment, I think. This is fucking horrible. He was part of the Legion of Doom, or the Dungeon of Doom? Yep. And his name was Yeti? Yeah, and then it, after this, they thawed him out, which I don't, he wasn't frozen here, but still, they thawed him out, and he came out looking like a fucking Power Ranger. Like, he had, like, the. When they were the ninjas, you know, like in the in the movie, when they were the ninjas, he came out in a suit like that. Like, yeah. This is awful. <laughs> that's what Karen, I'm I'm sorry. That's kind of why I wanted to show I'm so sweet. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm loving that. No, <laughs> this ain't no McDonald's, baby. This is straight the drizzling shits. Come on, not the torture rack to him. What the fuck did Machi even come out for? <laughs> To help Hogan. It's gonna turn yeah. on him. It ain't gonna matter. I was just about to ask where uh, Hulk Hogan and Macho Man, uh, were they friends? They they have a, a history, so yeah. it's intertwined. They but H Hogan helped Savage get his contract. So but then fucking Hogan's gonna point. turn on Mach. Yeah, like nine months later, yeah. Yep. And, oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It looks like... All the boys in the back took a fucking X-Pac in Mark Henry's bag and then threw it at that motherfucker. He looks like he's covered in poo rags. A Yeti. You couldn't give him a fucking white gorilla suit right. and call him Yeti? Yeah. I would have just called him Mumsy. <laughs> Mumsy's here! Mumsy's coming! And Hogan wouldn't put over fucking people that should have been and he's doing this. Yeah. He wouldn't put over Jarrett for Bash at the Beach, but he's going to do this. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. tells you his character, man. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. He looks like he gets him with his calf right here. Oh, yeah. He gets, he gets him right across the chin. 
And that you see, they didn't show that camera angle. So I saw it, it though. You, yeah, but now I saw it. <laughs> I seen it with my own eyes. <laughs> it shows the referee. Button. You didn't even hit him, nope. Jim. Who do you think, excluding Hogan, Jimmy Hart's best client? Honky Tonk. <clears throat> Definitely has to be Honky. You think so? Yeah. I'm going to be different. <laughs> I'm gonna no. I'm going to say the Nasty Boys. Yeah. Because I, I enjoyed the Nasty Boys quite a bit from what I've watched when I was in WCW. I mean, but he did. He managed so many fucking people. Yeah. And he had the different jacket for every one of them. And actually, they had multiple the jackets yeah. for the same people. Yep. Yeah. One of my favorites was always the Money Inc. one where it was him yeah. on the bill. Instead of Money Inc., it was yep. him on the dollar bill. Or <laughs> I thought that was pretty clean. I remember when I bought the Heart Foundation three pack? It was Brett, Jim, and then Jimmy. Yeah. And I didn't know who the fuck Jimmy Knight or Jim uh, Jimmy Hart was at all at that point. I'm like, another fucking Hart family member. Who the fuck is this guy? Yep. Because coincidentally, it's Jimmy Hart. Yep. They did this a little bit too much for me. You know, ending the pay per view with the commentators talking about what happened. They, you know, but. <laughs> he was so good at selling this shit. Like, he knew it was bullshit, and he was still trying to make it good. <laughs> There's not an eye focus that he plays out, but they're fucking walking but away. But they're walking right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get back to your seats! Sons of bitches! I always used to love it when you say, There's nobody going for popcorn, and then you'd see people walking back to their seat with popcorn. Would you know? He's shit. thinking on the spot. <laughs> yeah. That's a visual... Uh, comedy thing. Let me yep. do something with it because I know it's going to play out. And he knows that they're Comedy. not going to do anything about it either. You know, nobody's going to reprimand him for it. No. Or, you know, he fell off the roof. They're still selling it that he fell off the roof. Look at, look at Bobby. He's like, you fucking full of shit, Shimon. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just going to cash my paycheck and deal <laughs> with this stupid bullshit. Yep. Looking like fucking. He looks like the. What's the fucking Hogan movie where he was a commando? Oh, Suburban Commando. He looks yeah. like the, he looks like from that movie yep. right there. Yep. Because I don't think he had a mustache in that movie. I don't remember. That was also when he brought The Undertaker in to be in that movie. Macho Man, get off me. I'm going to go fight Spider-Man. Keep <laughs> fucking touching me. We're snapping to some more Slim Jim. Uh, wait a minute. His name is Crusher Hogan? No! It's got to be Bonesaw. I think that's the coolest fucking thing. He did not want to use the name Hogan. Yeah. Well, they, they were really on the outs at that point. But I just think it's so yeah. cool that Sam Raimi was like, all right, you know what? Crusher Hogan is the name in the comic book. You're Macho Man Randy Savage, and you don't like Hulk Hogan, and he shares that name. We'll come up with a new name, Bonesaw, and then you can go anywhere with that. You can, yeah. which they did. They made their own wrestling everything because of that, and I think that's really cool. I just wanted you to see this one for Keith the, Mitchell. Like, is that Keith Mitchell? Why does that? He he did. He was in James TNA Mitchell. Too. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. But Keith Mitchell did the. He was the director for TNA. Yeah. Too. Okay. It just happened. Yep. I'm just seeing yep. it right there. I just wanted you to see this one and see. I like that. Yeah, I did. But some of the matches were just like Luger against Meng was just it yeah. was way too fucking long. And so probably I, just punch for punch, not really <laughs> yeah. going nowhere. Yeah. So it's not too bad. I enjoyed that. I did. Yeah.
I'm like confused by the Yeti at the end, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it leaves the mind... It goes to show there were, there were a lot of drugs going on in the back at that point for the people on the screen. Isn't this a team. Halloween special? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, we need him uh, to get, dress him up in toilet paper. We can't call him a mummy because that's copyrighted. We'll call him a fucking Yeti. Why would we'll you get a Yeti? That's not really Halloween. Then we'll dress him like a mummy. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't get that at all. And the, and the RoboCop thing got shit on? Yeah, right. And that was okay? Well, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't, but... <laughs> but Dusty... Get shit for booking right? shit. Like yeah. I like the glacier stuff a lot more than that, you know. Glacier's a porn film. <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually. It was a guy that was ripping off Sub Zero. Yep. From the from from the uh, from the um, that Street Fighter game. Or no, what was it? Tekken. <laughs> was there a cease and desist on that or? Just a deceased. Yeah, it was dead. Yeah, because that was right when the NWO was starting when they were doing that, and that just wasn't going to fly at that point. Yep. But I enjoyed that yeah. for Halloween Havoc 99. I just thought, you know, with Sabu and all that, and then this ridiculous bullshit, and, you know. I enjoyed that. I really did. I mean, it fits, fits into the Halloween vibe, because I originally, which I probably would have changed it again, <laughs> but I did tell you when we were going to do it, maybe possibly last week, because I didn't know what we were going to do for this do Iron Man because I know that is that was the jumping off point for the Marvel movies. We watched that together. I remember going out to FYE grabbing it. Didn't know really, but it probably would have changed. Collector's edition. It probably yeah, it was the collector's edition. Uh, probably would have been Blade actually, because I did say we were gonna do that at yeah. one point. But this was perfect. Yeah. yeah this was absolutely fine. I learned a lot today. <laughs> I I think I've What's the what's the the reverse word for learn? <laughs> I think I unlearned. Do you think a lot. you dropped a few IQ points watching some of that? I think <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> that was good though. I yeah, this, this has been a lot of fun. So uh, we'll, I think it's we'll wrap it like anything a else? condom. <laughs> um, when's the next time we're gonna record? I don't know. It's kind of up to you, and then whenever you I get a hold of Arcadius. And do Lord of the Rings. We do have to finish that, yeah. yeah. I've been waiting. Hello. <laughs> 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 Hello. All right. Well, I'm not gonna be able to go with you then if you're not coming back this way. Okay. So what are you doing then? You're going to go get her? Okay, that's fine. That's fine! We will do that. I like it. That's fine, because I'm recording right now. We're coming to the end of it. You are disrupting it. Okay. Bye. And don't ever call here again! I was already hung up at that point. <laughs> uh, what were we, were we? We were we were wrapping it up? Yeah, yeah wrapping, it up, wrapping it up. Um, we're going to throw it to you to the end because this is your kind of shtick. <laughs> uh, I am... I've been Ace Jericho, Ace Williams, The American Daydream, The Average Man, 
I need help. That's for sure. <laughs> Definitely for sure. Um, I'm gonna pass it over and and absolutely thank you for for yes. joining us. No, thank you. This was a real treat. Good. Uh, you will be back again. We'll have you back for future episodes because I do. When we when we may, maybe not have so much a watch along and it's just more bullshit talk. Um, beer. Yes. We'll talk beer. All right. And um. Samples. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> because I did forget your gift at work last night, but it is coming. Hey, that's okay, because, you know, I can't, what am I going to, do? I, I can't get mad at you until I get the gift, and then I'd be like, well, why did it take so fucking long? <laughs> so, to that point, it's okay. Take it's okay. <laughs> um, but, I know you don't drink. I'll have some. I want to sample some stuff, because you know, know my taste in beer is garbage. Hey, and uh, for everyone. Marcadius loves beer as well. Um, I'll, do, I'll do some. I, I don't plan on I mean, get, I mean, you guys get drunk as well. <laughs> but I'll sample. But we'll have that kind of just fun, laid back, bullshit discussion. Maybe we could even do one of like the gaming. Yeah. Do another gaming episode and have that be just part of the whole part of it. Yeah, have it be, you know, tie it together kind right, of Right. That yeah. way it's not like, I, I don't know. We'll figure that out. Yeah. We will. Because we've done a gaming tournament. Nice. Before, which we sh we definitely need to do another yeah. one of those. You'll be involved in that if you're down for that. Yeah. Uh, that that bronze looking trophy up there that is a controller. You're looking at the champ right here. Oh man, this is Dave. Who's the champ? You're the champ. <laughs> who's the champ? <laughs> um. So I gotta get dethroned. Well, we played Call of Duty. We played. We played Call of Duty. We played Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter Two. I think we played Mario Kart, didn't we? Or one Bomberman. Yeah, we did Bomberman. We had a, a group of different games for like who won the best out of this and best out of that. Wow. So we yeah. tried to have a little bit of fun with what we do. And then we just did a straight, just us playing games. And we did. You know, we did a. Um, we did Marvel. Seen it? Yes, I did the, the DVD. Yeah. Did we do another one? Not yet. No. Not yet. Um. So yeah, I mean we're we're open to plenty of different things. If you got ideas, throw it at us and we'll see because that's what we want in the comments section, folks. You know, comments. 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 <laughs> but um this is old Greg. Again, Dudley Dave and I personally me because I've known you for so damn long. I'm super glad you were able to do this. Yes, I am too. Well, Whether thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Um and we hope you like that shit. Love it. Do you have any parting taking this off? Ever. Ever. <laughs> like the shirt you have underneath, you have to figure out how to get that off from out from under that without cutting the other one. Like Hansel and Zoolander pulling out the underwear without pulling off the pants. You gotta, you figure that out, bud, and we want the, we want the response when you're done. You got it. <laughs> uh, any parting words, though, before you leave? Not that we really have a large viewership, but in case anybody out there is a fan of you. Oh, man. Uh, just like and subscribe this, because, I mean, I already did. Powerful words. I would say that's those are the words of the second coming of Jesus. But that's 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 my opinion. Um, that wraps it on our end. I'm Deadly Dave. Thank you once again for joining us when you do join us. Because we love doing this. The Wrestling Ring, the Comic Shop, the Comic Wrestling Podcast. Thanks again. And Happy Halloween!